Hey, this is Rob Corddry, and you're listening to Mad Scientist Party Hour. Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name's Kevin Kraft, joined once again by a man who has farted his pants and underwear off and is currently waving his boner around like he's conducting an orchestra. That's Jeff Clark. Hey, Kevin. Hey, Shuddy. Hey, Puminati. And beaming to us from your grandma's underpants drawer... The bearded dingleberry gnome known as Shuddy Boy. Yo, brat, brat. Well, what an uneventful week that just happened that we have nothing to talk about. Yeah, oh we're God. gonna, it's gonna, we're gonna really struggle to fill this time with with stuff because there's nothing exciting that's occurred, especially not in the last forty eight hours. That's for damn sure. No, one could argue this has been the most uneventful, boring, <laughs> stupid. 48 hours of human existence but we're gonna we're gonna try anyway try to make the most of it yeah i mean all jokes aside though that has to be the the will smith chris rock situation fiasco incident has to be a top five like live tv moment like i was even gonna like set this up and be like um so as everybody's aware there was an enormous event that shook the world last night. Uh, what were you going to go obviously, with? Obviously, MSPH wrestling. Right. But, I mean, it's... Yeah, I was not counting on uh, Will Smith bitch-slapping Chris Rock. And you bring up a good point. The MSPH wrestling event, which you'll uh, you know, you'll hear again in the Easter egg of me say, was the biggest MSPH wrestling event ever. It was the best... It, it was so much fun. We had fucking over fun. 50 people in the Zoom at one point. So much fun. So well done. Dom killed it again. Puminati were awesome. Those who joined, who, those who streamed it or watched it. And, like, can't wait to talk about that. Because what a hell of a uh, Yeah. Night. Until 11 p.m. last night, it was going to be story A. Like, it was going to be. Were um, you? So, as you guys know, I'm a high-volume NBA better, but all the NBA games like stopped at like 7.30. So I didn't even want to watch the Oscars. But I was like, well, fuck. There's nothing else to watch. I have three televisions. Yeah, I'll put the Oscars on one of them. I didn't watch it. You didn't see it live. Kevin, no. did you see it live? No, because um, oh A, I don't have cable, and I don't know where you can stream it live on any of the streaming apps. And B, I was at uh, a birthday party. So I was just checking updates on my phone to see who was winning as they trickled in. And then at one point, everywhere I scrolled on my timeline was just people going, what the fuck just happened? Holy shit, what was that? Jesus fucking Christ. Every tweet, but none of it had any context. And I'm like, did did fucking ISIS bomb the, the Kodak Center? Like, what, what the fuck just happened? That honestly, probably would have been more believable. Like, if you just read the text of that, like, wow, that's terrible. Yeah, and but. then I did, and then, like, people were in... Uh-oh, where'd my video go? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, what? Why'd it do that? Oh! Hold... Huh? 
I don't what know. In the world Kevin, just what did you do? Didn't you see the little video flicker? No. The video is off completely. I know. What'd you do? Nothing. Shut up. Are you fucking with him? I am not fucking with him. I swear to God. There we go. That was weird. Hey, I'm back. Oh, man. I missed you. That was weird. Yeah. I went to, I went to hell. Well, you're back. Thank God. And you're better for it. Yeah. So when I saw the thing that, like, Will Smith just slapped Chris Rock in the, across the face, people around me were talking, and I just went, oh, shit, and just cut everybody off and was like, oh, fucking, Will Smith just slapped Chris Rock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, if, like, you didn't know the moon landing was happening and it happened. It's like, oh, like, <laughs> the, the nearest TV go on? You know what I mean? Did you guys no. rush to the tell? Holy shit! No, I started digging. I was I was the Oscars correspondent for the party. Gotcha. So, like, I was I was digging around trying to find it and stuff, and then everybody huddled around was watching it on my phone. I mean, it it stopped everybody's conversations dead in their tracks. I I interrupted three conversations that were going on around me, and everybody just forgot what they were talking about. And uh, I'm on. I'm like I'm fucking torn. I really don't know what how to process this how to comprehend this so i i watched it live and i just like was kind of, i was in shock and i just chose not to like believe it happened and then paul texted the group chat was like did did will smith just snuff chris rock at the oscars <laughs> and then it was like then it was a conversation amongst us homies kwame and earl uh come in then they we we find the japanese and the australian versions which show the unedited because and yeah the, you want to hear it in the u.s feed absolutely but in the u.s feed like they cut out the audio and yeah it was it, like 30 seconds of dead air yeah 30 seconds of dead air and then they for whatever reason they showed uh will smith from his seat saying keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth and they like showed the whole thing but like there was no audio I don't know. So I guess you're going to play it. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, I got it. So, I mean, for anybody, like, I don't know, maybe there's one person listening there can't in be. Lithuania or some shit. Chris Rock made a joke about Jada Pinkett Smith's shaved head saying, can't wait to see you in G.I. Jane 2, perhaps the most mellow joke of all time. And then this happened. <laughs> oh, Wow. Wow. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. Wow, dude. Yeah. It was a G.I. Jane joke. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. I'm going to, okay? Oh, jeez. What a terrible ending to I'm going to, okay? He should have been like, shut up, pussy. I mean, I don't think he wants it with Will Smith. Will Smith is a lot bigger than Chris Rock. I know, but like, I don't know. I, f I feel like so, even if I was about to get my ass kicked, my pride wouldn't have allowed me to just take that. So that brings up an and, interesting thought that I had about this and I talked about with my family. Well, I'm going to go Matthew McConaughey, Time to Kill right now. What if Will Smith was white? What if that was fucking Chris Rock clowning on Alec Baldwin for being a murderer, or, well, you know, accidental murderer. Alec Baldwin got up on stage and fucking bitch-smacked Chris Rock. Like, security, someone's... Denzel's probably tackling Alec Baldwin, right? Like, someone's gonna do something. Or if it's like... If it's, if, if it's Will Smith going up there and bitch-slapping Jerry Seinfeld. 
right? Like, what if, <laughs> like, what if it went that way? Like, that's what I find interesting, right? I feel like no one did shit. No security did anything. No, like, yeah, he just went back to his seat and won an Oscar. Yeah, like, and and, and it's hard to believe this is so preposterous to have happened that it's hard to believe that it wasn't staged. So that's what everybody at the party I was at was saying until um, I think Edgar Wright retweeted a clip that somebody put like, oh, here's the feed from fucking Japan that did not get the audio pulled. And after everybody watched that, they're like, ooh, oh, that's real. This is the first time I've heard that. Uh, All day today, I was in the car during three different sports talk radio hosts shows, and this is all they fucking talked about. (laughs) I I don't know how you can talk about anything else. Um, So I heard, but I I obviously listening to terrestrial radio, I I heard the bleeping, but I didn't hear that whole exchange. It seemed like the way that it was painted was that Will Smith just said, keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth one time. And that was the end of it. It didn't, there was not, I did not know that there was all that, that little bit of back and forth. I like, I like how he, he, he did the the thing where you say like the words one at a time also like, keep my wife's name. Oh, you fucking move. Well, I mean, okay. Oh, oh, look out. Wild, wild west is here. Give me a fucking break. You clown. (laughs) Oh, wait a minute. You're going anti Will Smith on this. You son of a bitch. Yeah. Oh, Oh, he's a pussy. He is a pussy. See, I got to make a pro Will Smith argument here, but that like inherently puts me anti Chris Rock. And that's not where I want to be. This is a tough thing for me to digest because honestly, these are two like childhood icons for me. Like I don't get starstruck very often. I would be starstruck seeing these guys. But I have, I have no. There's no doubt in my mind that Jeff, if there's two sides, he's going to take the side of the cuck who can't take a joke. Take it easy. Come on, come on, man. <laughs> See, I, I mean, it's a, such a beautiful uh, moment because, like, Will Smith literally reached his breaking point. People have been shitting on him for years, and he, and he pretty much said. This much in his Oscar speech is like, you know what? I just like, I, I don't remember exactly what he said, but it was effectively like, I've been listening to this shit for too long and fuck this. And like, well, he's been listening to what shit for too long? People clowning on him about like his wife and his marital situation and his goofy fucking kids. And I'm sure if he could do things differently again, he would. And I don't know. Like, I think back to when you reviewed King Richard. And I'm going to bring back this take, and I think it was solidified by this moment last night. I was saying that the world entertainment, this country, is a better place when Will Smith is on top, when Will Smith is an alpha, right? And Will Smith won the Best Actor Award last night, bitch-slapped Chris Rock beforehand, and effectively brought us the most memorable TV moment in history and it'll go on as such or it'll live on as such from from here on out. I think like, the funniest part is top. Will Smith won his first Oscar and nobody's talking about it. Everybody's just talking about the slap. This is going to be parodied in everything. It's just going to make him a fucking joke. Yeah, but it like people bounce back from that shit like Mike Tyson bit Evander Holyfield field deer, and he's had like three different comes comebacks from that. I mean, yeah, but not not nothing really mainstream. Okay, he was like a cameo in The Hangover, 
And now he has a weed business where he's selling Evander Holyfield gummy ears. I mean, isn't his podcast killing it? Hotbox I, no I think the Hotbox and Podcast doing really well. Like, uh, I'm saying Mike Tyson got convicted of rape, bit off fucking a guy's ear off in the ring, and it's still like making money. It still has like a public image. Yeah, I don't think this is going to hurt Will Smith's career, but he's. It's Good. like uh, it would kind of be like if if Jennifer Lawrence won an Oscar and while she was going up on stage, she tripped over her je- dress, farted, and her titty plopped out. It's like, all right, yeah, she's still gonna act and stuff, but everybody's gonna be like, you're the the titty plopping farter. I mean, now people just know not to fuck with Will Smith as much, perhaps. I mean, it nah, does. It I don't does... think that's. I think it's gonna be the reverse. I think people are just gonna clown him even more. Yeah, Shuddy, who do you have in this? I'm not necessarily on either side. Uh, the ability to say whatever you want does not uh, free you up from the repercussions of what you do say. And if somebody, you know, says something about your girl in a bar or something that you don't like, they're going to get probably smacked. Smacked in the mouth is probably the least of what would happen to them. So but I think I award shows are completely different. Like everybody goes there every Oscars for the past, like 20, maybe even longer years has had a presenter that'll like goof on people in the audience. And every single person in there is someone's spouse, someone's kid, someone's dad, someone's mom. And everybody's been able to take a joke except for crybaby Will Smith. I will say though, I think he's a pussy as someone who was born with a birth defect. Does it change your opinion at all, knowing that she was bald because she had alopecia? I, I've been seeing that all that after the fact. Alopecia makes your hair fall out. It doesn't make it short. She has a shaved head. She doesn't have a bald head. It's shaved. Because it's it stubbly. probably doesn't grow in all the way. Yeah, it just so grows in shitty, so she just shaves it. I don't know. Her stubble on her head looks a lot thicker than my fucking regular bitch-ass hair. So you're disputing with the fact that she has alopecia. You do not believe it. I'm saying maybe the Smiths get a little bit dramatic with shit. I don't see how you can make maybe that Maybe one day she was washing her hair and a couple of hairs fell out, and she goes on, on her show where she steams her vagina with her daughter and says, I have alopecia. You have a shaved head. It's stubble. Alopecia. You know I mean, what's alopecia? From one of the biggest hypochondriacs yeah. we know. That's kind of a real shitty take on the situation. Yeah, you could absolutely like, end up that, with alopecia. You might as well be Jeff right now with how out of fucking pocket that that alopecia take. Yeah, is. how do you feel being compared to me? Okay, I, I'm, I am a hypochondriac, but that doesn't change the fact that there are people with alopecia that... That guy, that that British guy, um, the only thing I really know him from off the top of my head. What about Noho Hank? Or Noho is- Hank. That is somebody with alopecia. You don't see stubble all over Noho Hank because he has alopecia. It makes him hairless. It doesn't make I you stubbly. I bet Noho Hank shaves himself big. No. With a regular no. Rate. If you have alopecia, there is nothing to shave. The, I'm... 100% sure there are degrees of alopecia. Sure. Either way, she has a shaved head. G.I. Jane, it's the fucking tamest thing in the world. Give me a break. I'll say what, flip me back on the like Chris Rock side or the side where it's chill to rip on Jada Pinkett Smith, even though she has alopecia, was like someone made the comment or the analogy of like Michael J. Fox jokes. And it's like, ah, I have laughed at those before, you know? Like, Maybe even just Eminem including it in a song, you know. And it's I mean, like so. 
Chris Rock has made a lot of jokes at Will and Jada's expense over the last few years. So it could, it's probably a culmination of everything. You think he had like a shuddy boy Easter egg moment where it was just... Yeah, except I didn't slap the shit out of one of you. It's because we weren't in reaching distance. You had that look on your eye. <laughs> yeah, Shuddy Boy Shuddy Boy had that glint in his eye like he was about to perform a fatality. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that look like once or twice before. I feel like Chris Rock goofs on everybody at every Oscars. Fucking Amy Schumer was goofing on people. Um, It'd been awesome if Will Smith got out there and bitch slapped Amy Schumer. <laughs> yeah, like she that made means, it, didn't I she? I would have definitely I saw, been pro Will Smith on that one. I saw I saw a headline that because I, I didn't watch the Oscars, but I saw a headline that Amy Schumer was on stage and she made a, a like a joke at Leo's expense for dating young women. Like, should Leo just stand up and slap her across the face? No, because like Ricky Gervais hosted and roasted everybody. No one slapped him in the face. And Ricky Gervais kind of he went for it. Oh yeah, more so than Chris nobody Rock. slapped him. Everybody thought it was well. Anybody with a sense of humor thought it was funny. I think people just need like. Will Smith, you get, even the way he said, Bill, my knife, move out, you fucking move. I mean, he was like, he could, was crying. Oh, yeah, because he's a bitch. <laughs> I mean, it was a very emotional moment for him. The guy just fucking went off at the Oscars. He is somebody that just, he takes himself way too seriously. Like, fucking calm down, dude. Get, get jiggy with it, tough guy. Wait a second. Takes himself too seriously. The Academy named him the best actor. Like, the Academy's taking him seriously. Entertainment is taking him seriously. I don't know. Like, I feel like you're, I feel like you're too anti-Will Smith on this one, if I'm being I, honest. Yeah, I might be, but I don't know. I feel like one of the How biggest would, things that sucks about today is nobody has a fucking sense of humor. If, if it turns out this is fake... That would be annoying. That would be annoying. Then I think they're both pussies. Really? I don't know. Like if it was like an Andy Kaufman, Jerry the King Waller situation? Yeah. I don't know. It would be pretty cool. Now that you put it that way, that is kind of cool. This would be one hell of a prank. Like literally, it would be great. Philadelphia Sports Talk radio station did not talk, barely talked about the Sixers losing after being up on the Suns. They, the Phillies are... One ten to five, barely discussed that. The Eagles are a fucking disaster. Barely mentioned. All they talked about was this. Like, it is. If it is fake, this is next a next level prank. So because everybody everywhere is this is all they can talk about today. I feel like like the next year at the Oscars they have to write a skit addressing this. I mean, like, like Meryl Streep should go out on stage and be like, "Oh, Jessica Chastain, what's up, you stinky ginger?" And she walks up and and pretends to kick her in the pussy. I heard people saying, like, "How could you just let Will Smith stay in the arena or stay at the venue and go up there and accept that award after he just assaulted Chris Rock?" It's like the Academy, the Academy Awards, they could not keep keep uh will smith off that stage that was the biggest moment in that award however ceremony history no they but they didn't know he was gonna win for sure but either way they could have like kicked him out of the uh, you know kicked him out of the venue for going up on stage and bitch slapping chris rock i I, there has been i've looked there has been very little written about this other than you know 
when I say written about this, I mean different. It, it's all there's a million articles out there, but they're all just regurgitating the same stuff. Right. And from what I so there's it's just the same information over and over. Mm-hmm. Nothing new. That the reason the academy didn't kick him out is because everybody was skidding too scattered across the Dolby Theater to for them to get together quickly enough. Right. Which I think is complete and total bullshit. There is oh. no way that in the half hour span, something like that happens and all of them don't start scrambling to a meeting point that they would have in case of an emergency. Yeah, like if, if Borat ran up on stage and started fingering Jennifer Lawrence, I bet you security would do something then. But, I mean, the show still has to go on. Yeah, security might spring in action, but they have to like present the award. Like it's, yeah. The show has to go on. I, I agree with that, but I also think like... I do think you touched on something a little bit, Jeff. I do think that if you subbed in somebody of a different race in either person, it would have made a difference. Whether it was a white person slapping a black person or a black person slapping a white person, there might be something a little racist that since this was black on black crime, they let it fly. Right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like no one, like, oh, two black guys are beefing. Let's stay out of this one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's a little bit of it to it. And I do think, like, to Shuddy's point, everyone was scattered because it's like one of the biggest live TV events in the world. Yeah. Right? Every year. So it's kind of like there are probably, like, if you're working that event and you're one of the higher ups, you're probably wearing a lot of different hats. You're probably doing a million different things. And to connect with a team of decision makers as the show is going on and then pull the guy who's sitting in front of the stage because he's nominated for the, one of the biggest awards. That's an impossible to ask, uh, possible ask, I think. And then when you add on top of it, it was the most anticipated speech ever. Like honestly, I, like I, I couldn't turn off the TV. I was like, oh my god, he's gonna go back up there and fucking, he's gonna have to say something. Like, like they're not. Like I didn't think they were gonna pull him. I didn't think they were gonna take him off. And like, like honestly, like hasn't isn't there articles every year about how the Academy Awards are losing viewership? Yeah. Like this, this is year, the greatest thing that's ever happened. By yeah. Far. Cause like, I that, mean, and that's why I, that's part of the reason why I think it's fake that this is exactly something fair to enough. add a little bit of drama to the night to be, listen, we're all fucking talking about this. Dude. It's, I saw I mean, a I did tweet. see the, an article that viewership was up like 56% this year. And Clearly, that's not because, like, hmm, I wonder if anybody's going to get slapped. I'm tuning in this year. Right. Somebody, it, for some reason, more people just tuned in. I don't know if the slap, which was towards the end of the night, just got more people like, wait, what the fuck? I'm turning this on. And that counted towards, oh, what is there happening? There your video again. God fucking damn it. Might be time to get a new retarded camera that gets shitty angles and picture quality. <laughs> Uh-oh. Kevin's on tilt. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, I saw a fucking tweet. And this kind of also uh, is more evidence of, of Shuddy's point or just like an idea that he brought up about it being staged. Chris Rock is performing at the Wilbur Wednesday. His tickets went from $85 to $400. $400 to go see Chris Rock at the Wilbur on Wednesday is that because they pulled some Ticketmaster bullshit? They all sold to scalpers, and now that every available ticket is in the hands of a scalper, they all marked them up? Probably. I just saw the tweet. I didn't really verify it, to be honest. I no. just kind of <laughs> assumed that it's true. Let's I don't see. know. If you if you can verify that, great shit. I mean, I believe it, right? Right? Like, I mean, 
even if you weren't a scalper, if you're just like a regular human, it does kind of make sense. Like, well, if you're going to give me $400 for my $85 ticket, like, why not sell it? Yeah. But at the same point, like, if I bought the Chris Rock ticket in the first place, I, I fuck, I'm not selling it. I don't think. Like, I want to see what he has to say. Like, holy shit. Like, this is, this will be in his set forever, right? From moving forward. He, he almost has to talk about it. It's like fucking. It'd be like if the Beatles were touring and they didn't didn't play yesterday. Like what the hell? <laughs> like, it was there was I mean you know and everybody fucking weighed in on it instantly. And Tiffany Haddish was saying that um, it was the most beautiful thing she's ever seen. And then she told reporters today I think that at the after parties she went up to Jada and here I, I wrote it down because I didn't want to fuck this quote the up. Tickets are completely sold out for all five of his shows at the Wilbur. So, which is probably what they were probably initially sold out. And now they're going for 400. Now they're scalping. Yeah. Yeah. So Tiffany Haddish said, um, you better suck his dick from the back, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Oh, man. That's a weird way to get your dick sucked. I have never gotten my dick sucked from the back. And I don't know if I want that because... It seems like an uncomfortable angle for your penis. <laughs> yeah. How does it might squish I, I, your balls? I don't even understand the physics of it. So, like, here I'll show you, shuddy boy. Yeah, show him. I'm guessing you would stand like this. <laughs> show him, yeah. And then your dick would come out your ass like this. Uh, so, wait. Do you want me to use my mouth here? So, <laughs> so the physics is okay. I see what he's saying. We, our <laughs> Will Smith's got like a fastbender thing on. Her man. head oh. doesn't come up from behind. Well, she would have to come up from behind and suck his dick like this, but then her his nuts are here, and they're probably getting squashed, and she's like bonking she, her nose on his nuts, and then his asshole's right there. I almost feel like she would be bonking her nose directly into his butthole. <laughs> yeah, that maybe is a, if that's what he wants. I mean, that's what he fucking deserves. Yeah, maybe it feels good. I, I mean, he just. He laid it all on the line and bitch slapped Chris Rock. Like, what a fucking moment. And I, again, I, I have nothing like bad. I, there's nothing bad I have to say about Chris Rock. Like, he's on my Mount Rushmore of stand up comedians. If you said Chris Rock, Bigger and Blacker is the best comedy you've ever seen, I would fuck with that take. I'd be like, all right. Like, I don't know, like, if it's number one for me, but it's in the conversation. Like, I, want, I remember my parents let me watch that as a kid. I, I fucking love Chris Rock. I Chris Rock in front of 15.3 million people. Yeah, and, and pretty much a billion. Like, who hasn't fucking seen it at this point? Right? Yeah. It went from 15 million to a billion in, like, an hour. Like, Yeah, I, d- I do think that this makes Will Smith a joke. But the guy, I don't know. Like, he was already, f- like, pretty much a joke, right? Everyone knew that he had an open relationship with his wife, and she was getting fucked by mad random guys. Yeah, mad but I guys. mean, I feel like Will Smith's street cred has been tarnished for a while ever since the um, the Scientology stuff came out, like the Scientology rumors. Who knows if it's true or not, if he is a Scientologist or not, but like, I don't know, his kids running around acting all goofy, it's like, all right, whatever. But I mean, obviously people still go see Will Smith movies. You and I rushed out immediately to see Bad Boys for Life. I saw King Richard... Even though it's not like a you know the type of movie I generally run run out to see, I don't give a fuck about tennis. But goddamn, that movie kicked ass. Yeah, you. I loved love King Richard. Yeah, great flick. And I will. I'll still watch Will Smith movies. 
I, I don't think he needed to slap Chris Rock at the Oscars to try and like save his image or something. Because like I don't know, you're still the same Scientology cuck bitch, and now now you just look like a wiener because you can't take a joke. Yeah, but this will almost always keep him on the A list. Almost always. Like there's nothing that will. Like there's. A- I don't know. I, f- I feel like this is his um, his Howard Dean moment. He might as well have just got up on stage, taking the mic and going, Bia-ah! I don't know. Again, entertainment is so much better when fucking Will Smith is kicking ass. See, look at this point. Look, look, or look at where we're at right now. Will Smith bitch slapped Chris Rock, and the world's a better place. We what, all- what, what is, uh, in all honesty, when is Will Smith not on top? When did Will Smith have like a dip in his career? I mean, he always post- has a- I Am Legend pretty much sucked. Like Hancock, not that good. Sure, but I mean, who who um like Will Smith's level doesn't put out a stinker every once in a while? They still crank out tons and tons of movies. Will Smith, since I Am Legend, has put out a ton of movies. Some are good, some are bad, and you can say that of any actor that works consistently and is a top build person. Fair enough, but like when I was a kid, like Will Smith's run from like eighty eight to ninety four is like. Tom Hanks, Drake, like Leonardo DiCaprio. It's just like this guy killed it in everything he did. Fucking rap, TV, movies, fucking killed it. Went off. Like, I mean, are you counting Wild Wild West in there? No, that's pretty much like that's when it went down. That's what I'm saying. Like Wild Wild West, that's when I as a Will Smith, a Will Smith fan came to grips. So like, you know what? He's past his prime. And I've been, I've been waiting and wishing for Will Smith to make a triumphant return, and holy fuck did he do it. <laughs> like, I, I just hope that he gets like villain roles, where he can kind of like show almost some like more range with his acting. You know, It's like, you know what? I'm not just the fucking good guy. I'm not. You see? I bitch-slapped Chris Rock on fucking TV. I'm not just the good guy. I can be the bad guy. I thought it was awesome. His speech was fucking ridiculous. He called himself a, a vessel for love. <laughs> I mean, man, man, the emotions he must have been going through where he's like, oh, my God, I got to go up here and say something. <laughs> Honestly, I think he's at this point, he's just so out of touch that I don't even think it phased him. I don't even think that thought entered his head like, oh, no, how embarrassing. I just slapped a guy. I think he was just like, yep, I'm the man. I'm going to do a half-assed apology. Which he didn't even apologize to Chris Rock, right? Didn't no. he just apologize to the Academy? Yeah. He, I mean, he's. I think he's stuck in his position where it's like, fuck Chris Rock. He deserved yeah. to get the shit smacked out of him. Hey, I can't saw, buckle on that one. I saw Diddy saying that, um, I think I took a screenshot. That, that like, they squashed it, but TMZ is disputing that. Yeah. Yeah, they're saying Which that. that's what I'm, it, that's, if this wasn't fake, why has neither of them said anything today? I mean, if I was Chris Rock, I don't know if I'd say anything. I don't know what you could say. I thought Chris Rock really handled it as well as anyone could have. Yeah. I mean, the clip cut off of him just going like, uh, you know, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. I am. Yeah. And then then he kind of just, after that, he did just roll with it and went right back into things. He did handle it like a pro. And he said, I mean, he stumbled through it, but I mean, like, I just getting through it at all is kind of a miracle. He's like, well, yeah. uh, 
we got to give the award for best documentary now. <laughs> it's like, yeah, pretty much. Right? How do you? There's no transition from Will Smith to slapping the shit out of you. I mean, they give honorary Oscars every year. Like, I think they gave one to, you know, a, like out of out of a couple people. One of them was Samuel L. Jackson. They're just like, look, you've been acting for so long, and you're so fucking awesome. Like, here, take this, take this. They should have just whipped one up in the back and been like, Chris Rock. Here, you've won an Oscar. I mean, that and even better, he has to host next year. Like, absolutely has to, right? Will Smith has to let him bone Jada. (laughs) Maybe Uh, maybe that has happened and that is part of the problem. For real. For real. That was my first thought. That was my first thought is that, that there's some... Sexual tension. One of the kids texted it last night, and that was my first thought, was that maybe Chris Rock, with this open relationship, Jada and him fucked at some point, and with all of this coming out, Will's just had enough of this and fucking snap. Well, let me ask you guys this then, Shuddy Boy, if what you're saying is true, do you think that makes Chris Rock more of a G? Because I saw somebody put out a video of like a montage of all the times Chris Rock has made a joke at Jada during an award show. So if he bones her and then just clowns her at every award show, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, it's pretty hard and badass of Chris Rock, but then like Will Smith bitch slapped him on TV. <laughs> And he like, didn't do anything. And like, yeah, Chris Rock shouldn't have fought back. And like, I don't even expect him to. But if he did, Will Smith would have mopped his ass. You know what I mean? Will Smith is a lot bigger than him. I, I'm sure he took some sort of boxing training for Ali. And either way, again, he's a lot bigger than like. There was a thing because when I watched it, it does not look. It looks like watching the. I, I watched the video just a little while ago, and with the way that Will Smith wound up there's he didn't he pulled back he did not go forward. it wasn't I don't, a, it wasn't an open hand punch i'm with you and that's yeah, honestly I, when i saw it it was it reminded me of that part in zombie land when um jesse eisenberg like says something to woody harrelson and woody harrelson gets all pissed off and he's like i'm gonna give you 45 percent, and then just like punches him in the arm and knocks him <laughs> over i feel like that kind of happened like he yeah. walked up there and was like but uh to to Add to Shuddy's perhaps theory of it being staged. When Will Smith is walking towards him on the stage, Chris Rock does kind of like put his hands behind his back and lean his face forward and just stands there and takes the slap. Ooh, yeah, suspicious. Is this is this the flag waving on the the moon landing here? <laughs> the only the only thing that seems fake about the whole interaction is the slap and the reaction to the slap. Like, Will Smith is 6'2", 220-ish, and Chris Rock is 5'8", 170. If Will Smith really bitch-slapped Chris Rock and Chris Rock wasn't expecting it, he should have been pretty staggered by that, at least momentarily. Well, that kind of backs up. All the screaming back and forth at each other feels really real. Yeah, like, but that's kind of backs up. I well, think I don't Kevin's know if you guys caught this, but Will Smith did win an Oscar for Best Actor. He he's he's pretty good. <laughs> he's he's capable of doing this. Yeah, I mean, but to Kevin's point, it is like 
That's probably why he only hit him, or that kind of explains or shows that he only hit him at like forty five percent. Because if he, I mean, if he closes fist, Chris Rock is sleeping. You know, <laughs> like you know, if he, if, even if he fucking really like open hand punches him, Chris Rock I mean, is night is in a lot of trouble. And, I mean, it was also in all, like it fit all fingers. Yeah, but like. You hear not, the was, mic, like he hits, like he hits him. He connected with him, like for right, sure. But it was, yeah. It was but let's let here. <laughs> you hear? Oh, so wow. he, he connects. Like he, he definitely connects on some level. Um, and yeah, like initially, again, like I, I watched it live, and because the audio broke up and like the camera got all weird, part of me is like, wait, was that real? But I just couldn't, like, I couldn't. Pro- I was like, no, that didn't that. Will Smith didn't just slap Chris Rock and scream, keep my name, uh, my wife's name at your fucking mouth. That didn't just happen. Like, I, and I chose to, like, not believe it. And then, like, the world started talking about it. I was like, holy fucking shit. I just saw that. Oh, my God. I just saw that. It, honestly, it fucking, it's crazy. It just blows my mind. It'll always blow my mind. Um, yeah. Man. I mean, that, that, that is, they should put that in next year's In Memoriam. Um, it's the biggest thing that ever happened to that award. Like, no, there's no, I can't even. What second? I guess the the La La Land thing, yeah. right? Yep. Holy shit! Like, what a fuck! Like, uh, <laughs> what a just come up for the academies, come up for Chris Rock. Everyone kind of wins here. I guess you could argue. We'll, we'll see what happens with Will Smith's career and stuff. I think he wins. I think he's all right. Like, what a fucking moment! I'm actually gonna have to watch the Oscars next year. They got to bring Chris Rock back. Like, they have to. Oh, man. Well, I mean, speaking of winners, should we find out who won the annual MSPH? Absolutely. Let's Absolutely. find out who lost and really making that's, two that's of really us what happens. That, yeah, that is, that is a much better point, Shuddy Boy. Okay, so I have the document pulled up. As I was watching, it felt like I lost. I did not hear enough power of the dog based on what I picked, <laughs> no. in my opinion. Um, and I honestly, I forget what I picked. I know the stuff that I wanted to win. Did you? But get I'm like, Coda? I'm like, fuck. I don't. I don't think I did. I don't know. Because I wanted to do this with you guys. I didn't want to like rush home and check the notes. I wanted to figure out. You know, I want to do it with the homies. Yeah. I fucking. I better. I better have picked Will Smith to win Best Actor. Well, I want this all taken down. That's that's the first category um, in my and notes. I know that I picked him. You did, and Jeff, you picked Denzel. Fuck me. Uh huh. Fuck me. And I picked I picked Cumberbatch. So I got I I whiffed on the the whole power of the dog hype, which I didn't even want to win. I didn't think it was all that good. Um, actor in a, a supporting role, Shuddy, you're you're at two. You and I both picked Troy Coetzer, if if that's how you even say his name from Coda. There we go. Deaf guy. So I'm at one. Shuddy's at two. Jeff, you're at zero. Jeff, you are currently about to eat little mama's poop. <laughs> yeah, give me the fucking bong. I'll piss and shit in it. Oh, my God. Did I? Is this real? What happened? Am I going to have to listen? What? What? Oh, okay. I fucked up. I wrote, damn it, Shuddy. Act, leading actress. I thought I picked Jessica Chastain, too. You didn't. I didn't. No, I wanted shutting. to. I thought she was the best. I said she was the best, but I tried to play strategically, and I picked Kristen Stewart. What did I take? Olivia Coleman. <laughs> oh no! So Shuddy, oh, no. you are at three. Um, 
We all whiffed an actress in a supporting role because it was Ariana DeBose from West Side Story. All three of us picked Kirsten Dunst. Sick tits, really hot chick. Which she was the favorite. She was the odds-on favorite for that. Okay, I fucked up again. Um, Is it my benefit, please? Yeah. Thank God. It is, because I'm pretty sure, so animated feature, I'm pretty sure I picked Mitchell's versus the Machines, which was... You did. Easily, easily the best animated film. But of course they went with bullshit Encanto. And for some reason I wrote that me and Jeff picked Encanto, but I'm pretty sure it was Jeff and Shuddy. It was, in fact, me and Yeah, you definitely had the machines, the mullet in the machines or whatever it's called. (laughs) Max in the machines. All right, so Jeff Jeff and I are currently tied at one. Shuddy's at four. I can't take another loss. Holy shit. I'm so nervous right now. Well, you shouldn't be because uh, directing, I picked Drive My Car. You guys both picked Power of the, the Dog. Plus 10, the plus yep. 10,000. Well, I only learned that afterwards, you wise ass. So, Jeff, you are now at two and I'm at one. Thank God. Uh, Shuddy, you are at five. This feels like match play. I just, I just got to hold. I just got to stay in front of you now. Just got to <laughs> outrun you. Oh, God. Oh, God. What's this the next? Is... How many? How many? Wait. How many categories did we pick, and how many are left? Not many, and now I'm seeing that I didn't go with my gut. I didn't pick Coda for best picture, even though should we get the bond? It was my pick. You're gonna piss and shit in the bond. Oh wait, no. Uh, Shuddy was the only person that picked Coda. Nice, Bill Simmons, uh, sports guy, whatever. He had Jimmy Kimmel on his podcast last night to recap like the Oscars thing and. The um, the Will Smith incident. And he said that he bet Coda at like eight and a half to one. It closed at like minus one fifty, Coda. So like it got out there. The news got out somehow. Maybe just like the market started hitting Coda. But a bunch of people, the 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 barstool guy, like said Coda would win the best movie like as soon as he saw it in like October or August. So I don't know. Coda was like the obvious play, and I just fucking I don't know. I was so. Well, my, weeds and- my stomach just sunk. I got this taste in my mouth. Like, you know when you, when you drop acid and then a bad trip starts happening and you get that fucking mouth sweat? I've only no. done acid once. Shut I've up, never Melvin. done acid. So. Well, that's what's happening to me right now. Can we get some acid? Um, best adapted screenplay. Uh, I picked Drive My Car. Why not? I don't know what the fuck I was thinking this year. Jeff and Shuddy pick Coda, and Coda won. So Shuddy's at seven, Jeff's at three. I am still at one. Refresh my uh, my memory again. How many dick? How many Coda dicks did you suck? Because you watched that movie. I think it was either four and a half or four point two five. So you, it was actually good. Coda was fucking great. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. I went into it pinching my nose, preparing to like suffer through a turd fest, and it was fucking great. Like, Kevin uh, officially rated it four and a half stars. Yeah, but you can't do half dicks on Letterboxd. So, I I sometimes will round round up if I if you I mean do. quarter dicks. Whatever. Uh, no, I'm asking you because you gave it four and a half. So you're saying you rounded up from four and a quarter, possibly. Yeah, there's a chance. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's all I was. Well, so, someone's grumpy, shoddy. Jeez. Jeez. Oh. No, I know, a I know. Bitch. I'm going to fucking slap both of you. I'm going to Will Smith you. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, original screenplay. You guys both pick Don't Look Up, and I pick Licorice Pizza. I'm pretty sure none of us got a point there. So what's uh, the screenplay? It was Belfast. Are you Kenneth tapping? Brana one. Are you tapping right now? Like, I don't think I have a can, choice. Do you have a path to victory? <laughs> oh, no, that's you have it. a path to at least tying te- Jeff. No, that's it. That was the last one. I lost. Oh, thank God. How is it that the person that has seen every, <laughs> all of the movies... Well, the person who saw the movies is a fucking moron. I mean, that's what I was telling you ninny shitheads last week. You're like, oh, you cheated. You know. Like, All right. Seeing everything. Send us whatever punishments you can come up with. The more extreme, the better. I liked Arts' idea of um, Jeff giving me a back rub. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck that. So there you go. I fucking lost. Even though in my heart of fucking hearts... You picked all the right answers? Yeah. And then I tried to play st- strategically. It's almost like in my there I just there is no path to victory. No, you're destined to lose at this game. I think you just like I think you just turtle in the moment. Like when it comes to the time to pick the 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 awards, you get thrown off your strategy for whatever reason. Maybe it's our picks, maybe it's just the the moment, but I always whiff. You always see all the movies, too. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, the only person I got right was the deaf guy from CODA winning Best Supporting Actor. So what did you go? One for seven? Yeah. That's no, how many categories? Uh, no, there was, I think, nine. Well, you went one for nine. So did I win with, like, a four or a three? Yeah, you got three. Jeez. Shuddy got seven. Shuddy, you motherfucker. <laughs> I, oh, you know, man. I think he, this is... I'm, I'm, He's watching ahead, like on Queef or No Queef. Shuddy's yeah, cheating. Okay. <laughs> the odds thing is huge. But then again, it depends when you look at it, because Coda was an underdog, and they closed at a favorite. So even the odds sometimes could be wrong. I can't believe it. I can't believe I didn't pick Coda. I was honestly at that fucking birthday party, checking my phone and seeing the winners, and I'm like, that's who I wanted to win. Okay, I'm very, very confident I did not lose. And I lost epically. Was Carl aware of the stakes? Did she know about the Oscar bet stuff? Yeah. Okay. So I didn't tell her that I might have to take a shit in a bong and do a bong hit out of it. Yeah, you might have to suck someone's dick from the back. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Shuddy won, so Shuddy, I'm sucking your dick. No, no. Yeah. You two are too lower. (laughs) That's on you guys. I've won. I've already done one bet where I've had to be a part of the punishment because Jeff was too big of a pussy to do it. Well, that's true. All right, Jeff, pull your pants down. Bend <laughs> over. He's not he's not getting out of any more bets by having to eat a hot pepper. That's not flying anymore. We're we're much more refined than that these days. That was another MSPH classic moment. Yep. Man. Holy shit. Huh? Wow. All right, well, send us your worst, Puminati. There you go. Kevin it. lost. <laughs> yep. All bodily fluids are in play. Yeah. Kevin, we were just watching Slow Children before we started recording, so Kevin's feeling nostalgic. Send him some crazy shit. (laughs) Yeah, I'd rather do something painful. (laughs) (laughs) Throw yourself Uh, off your balcony into poop slime alley. The punishment should be you have to Will Smith the real $11 trillion man. I was just thinking that. Wow. What? Great minds think so like. I have to go slap a homeless person? Yes. Don't pick <laughs> stupid Oscar uh, awards, dumbass. 
<laughs> All right. Maybe not the $11 trillion man. We don't want him leaving the promotion, but another homeless guy. Yeah, yeah we'll workshop it. I don't know. That feels we can't we can't hurt innocent people because yeah, when you, you're terrible when you at this. It, yeah, when you put it like just go out and smack a random <laughs> homeless person. Yeah, sounds bad. <laughs> it really makes it. No, I don't. That's not what I was saying. Yeah, that's that, not that's, an official MSPH take or idea. We t- I would I redact that. Yeah, I redact that. That is the exact moment when all chance of MSPH ever becoming like a big podcast is just killed. Like, oh, these guys slap homeless people. Get them. Yeah. And, you know, we'd be deserved to be canceled. Eight years after that stopped being a thing. (laughs) I mean, I think cancel culture is a little out of control, but we'd probably deserve it in that case. (laughs) I think that'd be fair. Yeah, you might be onto something. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, how about we let the $11 trillion man, Will Smith, you? He could have poop on his hands or something. Yeah. Even better. We also, make him Will Smith, you with poop on his hands. I, Shuddy, I haven't seen the maybe out of it. I haven't seen him. I don't know where he is. Yeah, I mean that. That answer, I don't. know. You might not want to know the answer to that. <laughs> I know where it could. Oh. <laughs> Fuck, man. Ow. So somehow. MSPH wrestling got put on the B block. That's how monstrous the Oscars were. But yeah. again, for now a third time, second you guys are hearing chronologically, MSPH wrestling eleven was epic, an epic it was. night. It was very fun. Um, the the Puminati had a very strong showing on Zoom. People got fucking wild. There were people just chugging straight from the bottle, doing dabs, getting shirtless. There was revelations, which we want to discuss. Nope. We might need to get a release form signed to talk about that, but uh, I hope that happens. Um, I don't know if that was real. I don't know what. Anyways, we said too much. Anybody reached out for clarification because I've been too afraid to. No. We'll we'll handle this off air. Yeah. But I did see um, uh, there was a new addition to her mom. She seemed like a very nice lady, and I saw her just straight up crushing whipped cream, which... I gave her props for that was awesome. She I couldn't uh, really see what she was doing. She had like a background. No, she commented on um, on Patreon. I think that she was drinking whiskey and doing whippets. Yeah, awesome. That's, what, yeah. that's what the whipped cream was for. Not what a for G. The, what where, a where have you been to her mom? <laughs> God, but can you yeah. adopt me to her mom? We salute I you. We got, love you. I don't know how I got as wasted as I did. Oh, I do. You kept fucking doing dabs and did a power hour. Yeah, people kept daring you, and you kept not backing down. Well done. I was very impressed. Yeah, for I, anybody I who's mean, ever been on the fence about joining the Zoom for an MSPH wrestling, I really think Shuddy comes alive during those. I think he loves uh, just the whole party atmosphere of it. And, you know, I've known Shuddy since we were teenagers. Shuddy loves a crowd, and... I've gotten Shuddy to do some of the, the most unsavory things ever just because there was a crowd of people around. And people were just egging him on. And Shuddy's like, oh, you're the boss. Shot. Dab. He rises to the occasion. <laughs> he does. He's kind of like Will Smith at the Oscars. <laughs> when, when MSPH Wrestling ended, I did not clean anything up. I shut the computer off and went upstairs. Laid in bed for about five minutes before I got the spins. 
and then rushed to the bathroom and puked up the two bags of popcorn that I ate during <laughs> MSPH wrestling. No way. You barfed? Yeah. <laughs> and it felt like hell yesterday. And I was like, I only had like a handful of beers in four hours. I did two dabs. I smoked a little bit of a blunt eye roll. Biot! I think what did me in was when Boognish peer pressured me into uh, the three and a half foot volcano bag that I smoked rapidly and quickly to the face. I think that was what put me over the edge. That could be it, Shuddy. So you might, checks out. You might be onto something. <laughs> checks out. But it was so much fun. Talking shit in the the Twitch chat, the shit talking and fun that was like I said, there were over fifty people in the Zoom, which there's never been that many before. No, I mean I mean we never are like shattering Twitch records or anything, but this was the most people we've ever had watching live on Twitch and the most people we've ever had in Zoom. Um Dom the commissioner did a fucking fantastic job. He put some great matches up. The the people involved in the fights, like I even said it on the Zoom. So my match was pubic zirconia, my pro wrestling um, uh, nom de, de uh, so, nom de plume. Yeah, my fake name, and I fought DDP. And as my character was walking to the ring, I'm like, Jesus Christ, Dom even got my poor posture in the game. Somehow. Yeah, like he even walks all Mister Burnsy like me. Like Jeff's character looks like him, just like him. Shuddy's character looks just like him. Arts has really the best character. Arch is great, and the fucking diaper butt and his his harem pants that he always has going, and his his and taunt twerks. move is the twerk. Yeah, just fucking it's it's hysterical. Like, I don't know how much more prodding we can do to get more people to join these zooms because we have a you know to get in the zoom you have to be you know in the Patreon, but we got a fuckload of people on Patreon. Um, yeah, like that's kind of crazy. Like, we only had 50 people. I mean, 50 is a lot, but we only had 50 people on the Zoom. We got, like, 600 on the Patreon. And I wonder, uh, it makes me wonder, like, how much of the Patreon or Puminati fuck with MSPH Wrestling or really understand how awesome it is and how much of them, like, prefer the other stuff that we do, which is cool either way. But Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know as long I mean? as you like some of the million things that we're putting out on a regular basis, we're we're happy with that. But, man, it would be nice, like... Because everybody is partying and wasted and laughing and talking shit. It's it's good jokes. Good, really good. It's just, it's just fucking great. I Brody love... with possibly the joke of the night. I, I yeah. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Yeah, everyone's Holy heart shit. stopped for a second. Yeah, he tricked Shuddy Boy into thinking he got divorced. Yeah, that they were separated. Yeah, that him and Blorp were separated. Yeah, and Two. I just pointed it out in front of fifty people that didn't know. Like. <laughs> Oh, Two Puminati elite uh, married couple. They usually gather in uh, the one guy's or the, both of their um, basement, the basement bar, um, but they were on separate screens this time because one traveled out of state, but we didn't know that, obviously. So Shuddy was like, where's Borp? Why then, are you guys doing then, it on two different yeah, accounts? Yeah, Brody sold it perfectly with an awkward pause and like, yeah, we uh, we split up and I didn't really want to talk about it. And then no one said, none of the 50 people said anything. We all just like looked at each other. I had a feeling it was a joke, but I didn't know. I was completely shit faced at that point. So I just like, it just took all, like I was riding high. I was. Showed you one of these like. 
yeah, I made a joke about why they weren't in the doing hanging out together, yeah. and then he said that, and I just I went pay like I lost all color immediately. <laughs> like, it was a sick joke. And there so was- I mean, anybody who's ever who's never watched one before, um, Dom did start a YouTube channel. The I don't I, I think he might have lost MSPH Wrestling one, the very first one, but uh, and eleven this pat this past week's one isn't up yet but it will be um they're they're all up on youtube.com slash msph wrestling if you want to watch they are on his twitch for two weeks and then once that expires that's when he throws them up on youtube i think gotcha okay so if you if you don't want to wait twitch.tv slash dom v 311 um so yeah just for anybody that missed it we're just going to give you a real quick recap of uh what went down so there was a no disqualification knockout match for the women's championship, MSPH women's championship. The GOAT uh, versus Poop and Kathy. Poop and Kathy, who is seven feet tall in the game and has a turd on her ass, uh, she won. So shout out to Poop and Kathy. You are a G. You are the champ. The Tornado Tag Team triple threat match for the MSPH Tag Team Championship. Oh Shit Oh Sauce and Ronald McDonald versus Bat Dog Collar versus... Poo Generation X. Poo Generation X wins. Uh, you can tap dance, Shuddy. Yeah. I know. I, I have to wait until more results are told before I can gotcha, celebrate. Gotcha. So the Elimination Chamber match for the MSPH Terrible. Canadian Championship, which only think I had two Canadians in it, was Guy on a Buffalo versus the $11 trillion man. Uh, and God. Yeah, on God indeed. Uh, versus Low Man Chris versus Mr. Romance Bonesy versus Instinctual Motivation versus T-Bone. And uh, the winner and new MSPH Canadian champion is uh, the $11 trillion man. <laughs> Not, I would go ahead and guess the $11 trillion man has actually never been to Canada. I Yeah, I think that's right. Probably couldn't really get there if he needed to. No. I was stupid. Uh, Mrs. Bonesy was threatening to withhold loving from Bonesy because of his performance at MSPH Wrestling. Man, all he has to do is... If I drunkenly remember that correctly, because we were talking in the Twitch chat. Well, all he would have to do is flip on uh, Peacock and replay Marry Me, and he's, he's back in. Uh, the one-on-one no-holds-barred match was between Pubic Zirconia and DDP and kept my streak going by losing to DDP. I, w- I, was, I was beating his ass for a little bit, and then he just fucked me up in a couple moves and pinned me. So, Yeah, you went back right, right back to a loser circle. Yeah, another... Hey, look, another event. I lost. I'm- it, but you lasted longer than the bookmakers gave you thought you would yeah so. you went over on your uh uh time in the ring sure you're anyway, getting closer to winning the eight-man battle royal royal um the winner becomes the number one contender for the msph hardcore tv championship Ugh. fonzo versus big sexy versus alex wilson versus blaine Voorhees versus boognish versus arts versus shawnee killface versus chief brody and blaine blaine Voorhees. yins Ended up winning. 
and then that took us to the steel cage match for the MSPH Hardcore TV Championship. Mexican Thanos, Gorilla Jaw versus the Dragon, Jeff Clark, the champ. Who the- at that point was had a reign of over 611 days, I believe. Yep. Uh, yeah, Dom's official notes have Jeff's uh, title reign at 616 days. Gorilla Jaw, the winner and new MSPH Hardcore TV champion, ending Jeff's reign and denying him entry into the MSPH Wrestling Hall of Fame. I was on the doorstep of greatness, of all-time legacy, and I fucking whiffed. And this is one and of the now bigger... you're in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> with, with me. Yep. Because now I am the only champion. It hurts so Trinity. bad. It hurts so bad. Honestly, I have too much of my confidence wrapped up in MSPH wrestling. And I don't know. Now I need to go to another place and for listen, a source of I'm confidence. Not, and we're gonna, the title, the tag team championship isn't even going to be able to go up for next event. Since you guys have all decided to book me against Maynard James Keenan. Yeah. I can't wait for that match. Well, an idea, um, a Gen T's idea was to uh, have a wrestling match with Tool frontman or lead singer Maynard James Keenan going against his biggest critic, um, Rich Shuddy Boy Miller. Epic idea. Yeah. And speaking of Gen T, the next match was the tag team ladder match for the inaugural MSPH Women's Tag Team Championship. Gen T and Vanessa Feline Mob versus Curvy Beer Girl and Red Rage. The winners and first ever MSPH Women's Tag Team Champions, Gen T and Vanessa Feline Mob. Shout out to you, ladies. Has this G- is where the night starts getting fuzzy yeah. for me. Oh, yeah. I've got the notes for you. Has, I don't know how fucking, Dom must have went back and rewatched it because the night looked like it was getting really fuzzy for Dom at the end, too. <laughs> um, yeah. Has Gen T ever lost a fight in the Ellis fam Puminati world? Has she ever? I don't think so. She's like undefeated in real life. And fake life. In in video games. Yeah. She cannot be beaten. I'm going to have to beat her ass. So then there was a... Probably can't. A bad blood match. uh, The last man standing match between Voice of God Mike and Ginger and Juice. Um, Which we're all torn on, but I was rooting for Mike. Real barn burner. Voice of God Mike ends up winning. Um, and then we went to the first blood match for the MSPH World Heavyweight Championship. The hot dog that choked out Dom versus the champ spat. And the winner and new MSPH World Heavyweight Champion, the hot dog. The hot this dog. This fucking hot dog is burning through the ranks. Straight out of Lincoln um, Financial Stadium. I wonder, it, it, I feel like it should be near the Hall of Fame itself. Yeah. I mean, I, what a fucking run. Yeah. Well, then we did, a, you know, what is the always the highlight of the night, the the, the f- final event of the night, the Royal Rumble match, where pretty much anybody who didn't win in the night gets thrown in. Some fun characters like like Shrap Metal and Carrie Ewells. Stone Cold E.T. Yeah, yeah. John Paul Frenchie. <laughs> yeah. All the wackadoodles and the Puminati are all in. It's very exciting. Everybody loves it. And only one person can win, and that one person was Alex Wilson, who decided on Zoom to cash in his Money in the Bank briefcase right there and did a table, ladders, and chairs match for the World Heavyweight Championship uh, against the Hot Dog. And I have no idea how that ended. 
The hot dog won. Right. The hot dog <laughs> beat Alex. This hot dog is unstoppable. Hot, uh, Alex knows martial arts. He studies martial arts and um, how and to use weapons. Fighting. And knife and fighting. Knife and he lost to a fucking hot dog. Yep. So um, there's a lot of injuries. We'll post those on, on the, the Patreon and, and maybe maybe an Instagram story. But uh, Yeah, and then look out is, for the MSPH Wrestling Digest, which is a Google Doc that everyone in the Puminati can view, and we'll put it on Patreon, and, it'll, and you can read the notes and the injuries yourself. Yeah. Uh, so, again, shout-out to Dom. Shout-out to all the Puminati who participated. Very, very fun Saturday evening event. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, this was a hell of a weekend. I'm expecting the next one to be bigger. Oh, man, what if we have um, Will Smith versus Chris Rock? I know. I've thought about that. Yeah. Yeah. That could be an undercard fight for to sure. start the night off. Yeah. But I know Dom and I and you guys like to incorporate Puminati and we have Puminati uh, presence building uh, in the uh, in the in the MSPH wrestling events. And well, I think this Zoom. was the first time we'd ever seen this in an MSPH wrestling out of nowhere during your match, Jeff. Fucking Brock Lesnar came out and started fighting you. Yeah. Brock Lesnar. I, I was I was leaving the cage to retain my title and to pretty much walk from the cage into the fucking Hall of Fame, and Brock Lesnar showed up to stop me. And, and then, I, but then somebody showed up to try and stop Gorilla Jaw. Yeah, and, Bo Derek or something. Yeah, and that's the point. Who the fuck was that guy? I don't no, know. No some, one knows. Some you, jabroni. Bo Dallas. Bo, Bo Dallas. Dallas. Some jabroni nobody ever heard of. You actually know who Brock Lesnar is. Yeah. Yeah. So like because of MMA talk on the Ellis show for sure yeah yeah Brock Lesnar is a bit of an icon and I had to beat his ass and I almost beat his ass and still won <laughs> but just couldn't couldn't get it done now I'm a fucking loser like everyone else um, so after MSPH wrestling I couldn't really party that much because I had a movie to go see afterwards I don't remember like that what did you see I went and saw the new movie by Daniels. Everything, everywhere, all at once. So I've been on record with these guys. They did, I think they started in music videos, and they did Lil John's Turn Down for What music video. Okay. And then went into film, and they've. I think they've each made stuff separately, but when they've worked together, they made Swiss Army Man, which is just a fucking fantastic movie. Like, you get Daniel Radcliffe, Harry Potter, to agree to play a role as a corpse that constantly farts and has boners. And it was fucking great. I loved it. So the fact that they had a new movie coming out, I was very excited for. And then when I saw the trailer, it made my pants fall off. It's got like kung fu, multiverse shit, and it was... My mind was blown. It was fucking incredible. You posted this in the MSPH story, in your own story, right? That yeah. was the movie poster that you... Did, did, did Carl go with you? Yeah. Um, was she as blown away with it as you were? Yes. Nice. She okay. So we had different ratings, but she she was still she doesn't do dicks. Like, well, yeah, she she doesn't do the dick rating, right? But um, I mean, I, I there's so many things that are fucking funny and just directly in line with Puminati humor, but I I don't want to spoil any of them because I don't want to take away from how utterly fantastic this movie is. I went in there with high hopes and loved every single second of it. This was a fucking masterpiece. 
It had. Are we talking five dicker? We are talking a five dicker. So the so the audience Kevin Kraft classic with a K. Nope, with a C. Rated R, two hours and twelve minutes, eight point nine right now on IMDb. Eight point nine. It's it was stellar. I've never seen a movie like it. Every single scene was just like oozing with imagination and just fresh stuff. Anybody that's complaining about the the same recycled bullshit in movies, I think what they're doing with this because yeah, earmuff shuddy. It is an A twenty four movie, but I think they tested this out in like a few cities. So I think next week it opens wider. Because I, I even had a hard time finding theaters to see it in in L.A. I was like, oh, this is an Alamo Drafthouse movie. Not playing there. Not playing at the iPic. I had to slum it and go to an, uh, an IMAX fucking AMC. And How was that experience? It's probably pretty dead, huh? Packed. Oh, really? Packed. 10, well, 1030 yeah, showing. The only place that you can see that movie... Yeah, it's true. And nobody talked to it. I think everybody was just like on the edge of their seat just watching like, I've never seen anything like this. This is fucking great. So they behaved. The only noise people made were the multiple applause breaks that happened after like incredible scenes. Wow, so it was a good AMC crowd. That's rare. Yeah. When you read the synopsis, it gives off (laughs) the vibe. It's a good A24 movie. (laughs) (laughs) So I'll read the synopsis. An aging Chinese immigrant is swept up in an insane adventure where she alone can save the world by exploring other universes, connecting with the lives she could have led. Feels like a bit of like Big Trouble in Little China type shit, but with no, obviously, Kurt Russell. It's it's almost like, I guess if they... It has the guy from Big Trouble in Little China in it, even. Uh, the guy who James, plays Lopin. James Hong? Oh, yep. wait. Yeah. So James Hong, Michelle Yeoh, um, and uh, Kihoi Kwan, who was uh, Data in The Goonies. I don't think he's oh. been in a movie in like a million years. Is that who that is? Yeah. And Holy shit. He was fucking hysterical in it. Like the script was, everything about it was perfect. I can't say enough good things about this movie. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis was in it. You get to see Jamie. You get to see Jamie Lee Curtis do kung fu. Um, okay. Uh, you get so, to see her tits. No, but oh, she right. the the, the whole way the like the multiverse thing. So she's just like the like a, a mom who owns a laundromat, and her husband gets like an alternate version of himself take over the body and says like we have to save the multiverse. Blah 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 blah. You can tap into alternate timeline versions of you to use their skills. So what she has to do is she has these Bluetooth earpiece things in her ears, and every time she's in a situation she can't get out of, she figures out a way to steal a skill from her alternate self to use in that situation, but she always has to do something like super weird. So the only scene I'll spoil is to get a certain power, she snorts a fly and then hits a button, and then she has that power. Damn. But there's... There is so much funny shit. Like, I'm, I feel like I'm just talking myself in cir- circles. It's a fucking five dicker. If it's playing near you, you have to see it. See it on the biggest screen you possibly can. See it in the theater. Don't wait for streaming. It's a masterpiece. I fucking loved it. Five dicks, huh? Five dicks, easy. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Is it? It's it's going. 
uh, to a bigger release soon, you said. Is it going to be streaming anywhere? I don't know if you said that. I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, it's At least gotta, for the time being. Yeah, it's got to go somewhere eventually. All right. But um, I think on Letterboxd, it's sitting comfortably right now at a 4.6 out of 5. Would I, would I like this? I think you would. Okay. It's just, it's just, it's got everything. It's got like really cool action, insane visuals, a really unique story. It's super funny. The acting's great. It just kicks ass on, on every level. Loved it. Man, that's a, it's a strong recommendation. It's a strong <laughs> review. I feel like we don't get a lot of five dickers out of you. No. Especially, like, I mean, out of the three of us, how often do we go to the theater and come back with a five-dicker? Yeah, I feel like it's pretty rare. Yeah. I mean, we go and see kick-ass movies, but five-dickers, we're very particular about those. I didn't even give Jackass 4 a five-dicker, and fuck, it's pretty much, I don't know, it's one of the more iconic movies ever, or series is. man. I did do a, uh, before the... MSPH wrestling event started. I wanted to have just a cheat day because I've been, man, I've been real boring lately. Except when when you come by with Lil Mama and we do our in and out routine after the podcast. But she loves it. She misses that. I'm just eating fucking overnight oats, salads, and fucking egg white omelets. Looking good though. It's it's boring, man. I still how does Rant Rant feel about this? Is this Rant Rant motivated or Carl motivated? mm, No. Like is she is she subtly. Saying you should drop, drop no. some weight. No, not at all. It's 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 honestly it's a middle it's a middle age crisis moment. It's me about to turn forty and having a real tough time coping with that. So I just want to get rid of my saggy, gross witch tits and pepperoni nipples and my spare tire and look presentable for forty. I hear you, man. I gotta get on the I health kick too, but. I, I, I really, really threw all of that shit to the wind to eat a Little Caesars Batman pepperoni calzone, which is a hybrid pizza calzone that is shaped like the Batman logo. Sounds like it was fantastic. fantastic. I don't see how it could have went. I mean, Caesars is pretty good, but it's a great idea. So I made I I did a hijack snack attack for the the Patreon, and it's published. And right? it's published. It's out. And I confessed in there I've never had Little Caesars. How is that possible? I don't think there were really any near me growing up, and I was you know a Pizza Hut stand. So anytime we were going out for garbage pizza, it it was Pizza Hut. And then I just never got around to ordering from Little Caesars. I think I had Little Caesars like the when I was like five. That one year that I lived in Virginia, they didn't have them really in upstate New York, and we would just go to mom and pop shops usually if we were to get pizza. I had Little Caesars for either the first time or the first time in like thirty or twenty five years, we'll say, out here uh, in Long Beach when I first moved out here because they had the five or six dollar easy hot and ready pizzas. Yeah. And for $6, like, fuck, they were, I mean, they were good, right? I mean, obviously, I was much poorer then than I am now, and I was grinding, uh, just moving to L.A., but I didn't think Caesar, Little Caesars was really terrible. And I was thinking about doing a Batman Calzone hybrid pizza 
little Caesar snack attack. So I'm happy that you at least covered it. Yeah, because I texted you guys. I sent a picture of it to the group chat, and it was like, what are you guys' thoughts on this? Anybody tried it? And I don't think you said anything, Jeff. And Shuddy was like, I've seen pictures, and it looks disgusting. No, I did say that. I said that it looked better in the promo pictures than in the real pictures I've seen of it. So I just, That's I was I like, said. fuck it, I'm going for it. And I have, uh, of the, the chain pizza places like that, uh, I put Little Caesars below Domino's, but above Pizza Hut and Papa John's. Okay. I do All think right. Papa John's... Just I, for some reason, I think they're overly disrespected. They're like the Will Smith of the uh, of the uh, big big brand pizza. Um, they, they just need to slap Domino's and just slap the shit out of Domino's. Establish my, dominance. My first job was at a Little Caesars where Dom was in charge of the shift. Oh, I remember that. Don Dom. Man. But yeah, I, I, I eat that thing. It was fucking delicious. And then I suffered through all of MSPH wrestling. It fucked me up big time. Did, it didn't ruin the movie, though. No. Did you poop before the movie? No, I didn't even. I couldn't oh, even poop. Carl was here. No, I could have pooped. <laughs> I have my tricks to get away with pooping when, when Carl is here. How do you do that? But, yeah. Um, what are these tricks? I'll be like, I'm going in to take a shower. And then I turn the shower on and take a shit and then hop in the shower. Fair enough. That's so the you're only not showered trick. before you see her. Well, if she sleeps over. Okay, that's fair. But you don't. You didn't shower earlier in the day. You waited till evening time to shower for the first time. Well, no, Shuddy, he's just a shit. <laughs> I don't. Know, we're we're getting off track here. It, uh, the the time of day that is is you have it all wrong, <laughs> Shuddy boy. Okay. But all I'm saying is, is those things are fucking delicious. Because we sometimes cover snacks here. But I gotta warn people: you pay the price. It's only eight dollars to get one of those Batman pepperoni calzones, but you pay in other other ways, and that is your butthole. And I think I was sweating fucking grease. I was pizza hallucinating. The room started. I'm spinning. so fucking hungry as always when we record. <laughs> well, I, uh, I Dom told me he watched the video and he's gonna get one. So I hope Dom doesn't get tapped out by Batman. I mean, if much like the hot dog did. Yeah, if the hot dog is going to do him in, that Batman calzone is probably going to murder Dom. <laughs> He's going to get a batarang in the ass. He's going to need to have like one of those life alert necklaces on before he eats the uh, Batman calzone pizza. That way, if it really starts to turn south on him, he can fucking hit the button and get medical assistance. I, wor- I worry about Dom oh. sometimes. Yeah. That big dumb retard can't eat a fucking hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so Shuddy Boy, you brought to my attention that Bonesy sent in some reviews. Yes, he sent in one of the romance novel hmm. just the other day. Whenever I text you guys about it, yeah, I found his email. You do not sound pleased. Do you want to kill this this bit? Are we moving on from movies? Will Bonesy too? I'll it's fucking just, fire him. I'll fire it's, him. Let's do it. <laughs> I just skimmed this email. Okay, here we go. Bonesy, who notoriously loved Marry Me with J-Lo and Owen Wilson, is now recommending people watch uh, in his segment Flicks to Bonesies 2. 
Finding You from 2021 on Netflix. I don't know who these people are. Rose Reed, Jedediah Goodacre, Vanessa Redgrave, and Catherine McNamara. Sounds like a bunch of Canadians. He says, this is labeled a rom-com, but has more the feeling of a dramatic romance with comedy sprinkled in, and is a strong movie in a category with so many choices. I feel like when I read Bonesy's reviews to rom-coms, it sounds like when Patrick Bateman reviews Genesis albums before he kills um, Paul Allen. Yeah. In there, American Psycho. There is a... a um I don't know, almost like a touch of unhinged in there. Yeah. Just like, I don't know. The start was a bit of a whirlwind, and we don't find out too much other than the lead character's brother took a semester abroad to find himself. It's like he's breaking down Huey Lewis in the news as he's grabbing the axe. So she's going to do the same thing after another failed attempt in a violin audition for a prestigious school. We got it. You want to murder your wife, Bonesy. Our lead meets a huge celebrity with the usual stereotypes to go along with it, and there starts the story, which is surprisingly deep and well-written. The characters are sweet and sassy, while drawing the audience in, making you laugh and feel sad at the appropriate times. The more sad... The, oh, wait, hold on. There are more sad, grasp the hand of the person beside you and let a tear fall moments than in a lot of movies of this genre. It is satisfying <laughs> in the way that we have closure to, to the several storylines... The villains have to deal with their demons, and we feel lovingly satisfied when the credits roll. Bonesy is sucking 4.5 dicks for finding you on Netflix. This is another movie to cuddle during, which will garner you a possible passionate makeout session, and if the night is right, or if the night is still young, some tender, though intense and powerful, take off your socks first lovemaking. I have a lot to to digest on that last sentence. I don't think it's being read in the proper tone. (laughs) But I don't want you to read it in the proper tone, so. So, is, like, I... Wait, who's in the movie again? Is, I feel like my love life has never ended at a makeout session since I was, like, in my early 20s. Well... Now that I'm an adult, you just bone. It could probably... He said, I mean, he just wants to... Under promise and over deliver at this movie. So he's uh, saying at the minimum you're gonna get a makeout sesh, but you're probably gonna end up piping. So or tenderly. Tender but intense and powerful lovemaking. And then it sounds like he's it sounds like he's a parks and rec writer describing like, you know, <laughs> sexual sexual episodes. Remember when they, they they would only make out in Parks and Rec. Yeah. You know? Because I mean it's network sitcom but that's what it sounds like bonesies and then just so he even put it in quotes take off your socks first love making is like what if you watch is keeping your socks on ever an option yeah do you ever watch a rom-com that's lukewarm and you're like let's fuck but let's just keep our socks on i don't want to bend all the way over to take these off and i'd like to my feet to be warm I, I don't, yeah, I'm kind of, I don't really get what the take your socks off thing means either. I feel like if you're that into the movie. I feel it's weirder to keep your socks on than it is to take them off. Yeah, I feel like. I don't even think about my socks. I don't know. I I guess I'd assume they're always off. I don't know. (laughs) I mean, Jeff, your love life 
Like, yeah, it's been a while, so I, we don't expect you to remember. Right. Yeah, plus your love life currently just involves you impregnating your socks, so they're always off anyway. Well, at least one of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, unless I'm feeling frisky and it's a threesome. <laughs> yeah, I'll fucking nut in two socks. I don't care. I mean... Uh, but like, I guess it wouldn't be a, you know, a bonesy rom-com review if it wasn't filled with weird, uncomfortable sex stuff. So thank you for staying on brand, uh, bonesy. And no, to answer your question, Jeff, I don't want to kill this segment. All right. No, the, but there's another one. He, <laughs> okay, we'll a wait a second. <laughs> of it, the one I was requesting was his review of the erotic romance novel. Well, I can't think of a of a better way to tease next week's episode than to save it for then. Yeah, we'll do the fucking bonesy erotic book review <laughs> next week. Uh, but while I'm in here, we do have emails from from other people. Uh, this looks like perhaps a first timer here. Uncle Jam sends in an email and says, "What's up, fellas? I've been listening to you guys for a long ass time. When I started listening to you guys, I was an operator and spent most of my days driving." I have since fucked up my back and now spend my days doing IT shit. But either way, thank you for the years of entertainment. Anyway, I've got a would Jeff suck a dick question. God, I always knew it was going this way. Thanks for listening, by the way. Typically what brings people together to to reach out to us for the first time. Yeah. Hurling dicks. (laughs) What's up, bitch? It's time to find out what it would take for Jeff Clark to suck a dick. Oh, yeah. yeah, given the docket, this was our this is already a massive MSPH episode. This kind of just <laughs> furthers if we had a bacon with Jeffy cakes, this might be a Mount Rushmore MSPH. But what's uh what, what was the operator's name again? Fuck. Uh, Uncle Jam. Uncle Jam, okay. What's his what's his dick scenario here? I don't think this is going to do it, Uncle Jam, but he wants to know, would Jeff suck a dick or every time he sees someone naked, he immediately falls in love with them? Keep up the good work, fellas. I go to so, the gym a lot more than I see yeah, chicks. Yeah, that's, that's anybody. So. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> that means when you watch... guy at the gym walks past you naked, you are head over heels in love with him. I've seen probably 20 <laughs> naked dudes before I've seen the last naked chick. Just by going to the fucking gym, saying it out loud was real bad. Yeah, Not yeah, you're 100 right. Yeah, I'm probably gonna regret that I just said that, but it's the truth. And so you would be in love with 20 dudes right now. Yeah, I would. Jesus Christ, it's I would a, be the biggest a, slut I mean, in the gym. Yeah. Would you suck one dick or would you suck 20? I'd probably just move into the seen. sauna, right? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. You'd just be a human glory hole. Oh, no. Yeah. I just. Wow. Uncle Jam. I don't know what you were thinking. This is a good one. Because now I'm just looking out like I just I just suck a dick and get it out of the way. And it's like I move on. (laughs) I mean, I just watched Jackass 4 again last night with uh, with Carl because she hadn't seen it. So we watched it on Paramount Plus. And there's you want to dump you for poopies. (laughs) (laughs) But there's a lot of penises in that movie, and that means you would have fallen in love with like five dudes in just the course of an hour and 25 minutes. I know. Fucking Steve, I would have fallen in love with him for the fourth straight movie, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and Pontius. Yep. Oh, man, I would have been head over heels the first fucking take or the oh, first uh, scene. Preston was also naked in it, so then you'd be in love with Preston. Jeez, little BBM. 
That's not even a thing. Yeah, I mean he he got me. Hands behind my back. I got I got it. I got to suck this dick. I mean he just will wow. smithed you. Yeah. Yeah. Will Smith do with that dick? I mean, it makes sense, right? I mean, I just accepted it, so it's fine. But, like, I, I mean, I can't run the risk. You know? I That's mean, I guess point. I'd have to just stop going to the gym. Man, I could have just did that instead. Nope, mother. <laughs> no take backs. You already sucked a dick. God damn Shout it. out to you, Uncle Jam. <laughs> damn it. Oh, whoops. Nope. Hit the wrong button. How but, does that? Jeff. Oh, wrong one again. How does but my... Jeff. It also would work that if you accidentally walk into the bathroom when one of your brothers is getting out of the shower and you see them naked, oh no, you'd be in love with them. So, oh, true, I have something to tell you. Isn't doesn't there has to be like an incest clause in that, right? I mean, come on, he didn't put it. Did it? Nope. We're not allowed to add Uh, things to the questions to skew them in your favor. Or in our favor, you're not allowed to add things to this one to skew it in yours. I have the master bedroom. I have my own bathroom, so I would, I would avoid that. But I'm really like disappointed in myself, and I'm starting to question my own self, not thinking about like just not going to the gym. Like that's an Maybe easy way really to escape that. Yeah, and that's okay, Jeff. It's really okay. <sighs> Man, I don't know what I'm feeling anymore. <laughs> It's been a tough weekend. It was a really tough weekend. Yeah. You took a big wiener in your ass for, for sports betting. Huge wiener in my ass. And Oscar honestly, betting. The Oscar bet, I stayed. I mean, but I But you honestly, managed to, yeah, you stayed in second. Never mind. If I, if I did actually lose the Oscar bet, it pretty much would have been like the worst weekend where a family member didn't die type thing. Uh, Got another email. This is a... Potential Oscar bet punishment. Oh. Uh, He says, hello, friends. I'll start the email with what I think is a fantastic idea for an Oscar bet punishment. I've been listening for a long time, and I don't think anything like this has ever been suggested. (laughs) Uh If Shuddy loses, he has to memorize and sing one minute of Vicarious by Tool. And no, you can't pick a minute of instrumental. We want full, admittedly douchey Tool vocals. I have to say I love their hits, but realistically, I understand where Shuddy's coming from. If Kevin loses, uh uh-oh, he has to memorize and sing one minute of supercalifragilisticexpialidocious for Mary Poppins. Uh, I don't think anybody's signing off on that. No, No. I'm sorry. But Um, thanks for the email. Who, Who was that again? Throw some bodily fluids into that, and we'd be on board. Yeah, is he gargling like pee or jizz or anything while yeah, he's I, singing that? Do I have to be on my knees and sing it while Jeff and Shuddy pee on me? <laughs> uh, he also says, this is getting into Bonesy territory. Mary Poppins is far and away my favorite movie of all time. I don't, need, I don't think we needed that in the email. No. Um, what a revelation. Hopefully we're the only people he told that to. I've never seen Mary Poppins. Really? Yeah. Mm, that doesn't surprise me. I mean, like, you know, I grew up with, I have brothers. So it's not like they wanted to watch. It's not like I would pass it down. And like my father, my mom didn't have me watch that bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that was something that just got put on when you were a kid. I don't know if yeah, it's actually something my mom would put on for me. But I was, again, I was born in 86. So if you think about it, like my my uh, when I was like five or six, that is kind of like the prime of Disney movies, right? 
Like you got Aladdin coming out, Lion King. You have uh, what is Beauty it? and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast. You know, is that true, what Kevin, I'm saying? We makes grew sense? up in the time of like the Black Cauldron. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I never even saw that Black Cauldron. Well, so maybe it's just the era. They just Mary Poppins time had passed. That's kind of how I look at it. Well, that that was an email from Toe. Thank you for the suggestion, Toe. Yeah, thanks, Toe. Um, but he also said that uh, um, we are the, the, the first on his listen list of all the podcasts he listens to when a new episode comes out, and he says he's going to be uh, joining Patreon once his finances work out. So we look forward to queefing with you on our, our shows behind yeah. the paywall, Toe. Hopefully you can get on uh, on board before the next MSPH Wrestling. Yeah. Did you guys see any movies in the past week? Oh, man, you know. No movies, uh, but we watched in full Do it. on Peacock, <sighs> Joe versus Carol. Oh, oh, no. So you are all caught up on everything Tiger King, right? There's nothing Tiger this King that's been published that you haven't seen. in the Tiger King entertainment box set if for real want to call it something uh, i mean tiger king the first documentary was pretty legendary we all connected and talked about it yeah so respect to that i didn't I had no interest in the second zero this movie. was literally we didn't have really anything else to watch so we put it on for curiosity have you watched mcgruber yet the first episode very good so you didn't have other with- options Sharon has no interest in MacGruber. I made the boys watch the first episode with me and they did not enjoy it. So it's an on my own. Be careful. Blasphemy. Be careful. This is how this is how Chris Rock got smacked. Don't say anything stupid. I, you might want to channel channel your inner <laughs> Will Smith, Shuddy. <laughs> um keep my name, my wife's name out your fucking mouth. Kyle McLaughlin was phenomenal in it. I didn't even uh, know he was in it. He plays Howard Baskin. And he's the guy that gets murked? No, her current husband. Oh, the, the guy that's guy. on the leash. Oh, the bitch. Yeah. Yeah. The and old he white is fucking funny. But you can absolutely tell without a shadow of a doubt, Carol Baskin had final say on everything. Oh, it's it's whitewashed. It is. She is a saint in the show. Uh, the only thing that's mentioned, they sh- Don Lewis is in it, but it's, he's such a bad guy. And uh, and the guy in the Joe Exotic character is just so out there and unlikable mm. that it's insane. There's a propaganda piece. Uh, Kate McKinnon who normally annoys the hell out of me, uh, was actually very good. Oh, you don't say. I thought she was awesome in SNL. um, Went very method and mimicked a lot of Carol Baskin's body language and movements, and it was almost eerie. And her her speech pattern. So, I mean... She is good at becoming another person, that's for sure. It was all right. It did not need to be eight 50-minute episodes. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. So did they just dramatize 
like most of the first season of Tiger King? Is That's that- exactly what it is. I hate that they do that with things. Yeah, Tiger King was a one-hit wonder. The first season was was awesome. It connected with everybody, and I didn't need any more. Did any? I think you one of you guys reviewed this. Did either one of you see the Pam and Tommy show? I'm four episodes in now. How do you feel about it? It's sick. It is good. Okay. Yeah, it's really good. It it mostly focuses on Seth Rogen's character. So, like, he plays the carpenter that Tommy Lee fucks over, and then he's like, seeks revenge by stealing a safe and then finds the sex tape in it. And That's I think, how that happened? Yeah. Yeah. No shit. Dude, it's, there's stuff in there. I'm like, man, if they're not making any of this shit up, like, if the big plot points are true, this is a fucking crazier story than I ever knew. Yeah. And I think it's all well, based we on the rolling stone. We were, yeah. All I cared about was I just wanted to see Pamela Anderson naked. For sure. Uh, yeah, because this was, what, like, 95 or something? Yeah. So I was, so we I was like 12 14. or 13. Yeah, like, yeah, until I was, I don't even know how old, maybe until, like, Jennifer Love Hewitt hit the scene, like, Pamela <laughs> Anderson was, like, the hottest woman ever yeah. for me. So, like, I mean, the, the some of the stuff that happens in it is fucking crazy, and I, I forget if, if it's his uncle or not, but Seth Rogen's character is connected to this pornographer who's played by... Um, Nick Offerman. Yeah. And he's great. Ron Swanson. Yeah. And then, I mean, the uh, Sebastian Stan is awesome as Tommy Lee. He's such a douchebag in it. And Lily James, who plays Pamela Anderson, is fucking uncanny. I know they gave her prosthetic boobs to make her have have gigantic boobs. Yeah. But her face looks just like her. Like, and she's, you know, super skinny and super hot. Yeah. It's... I mean, it's definitely worth a watch. So, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I, I hope this doesn't spoil anything. So I guess you know, stop me if it does. But so is the beginning part. Is the first part of the story. This carpenter gets hired by Tommy Lee and just stips him. Doesn't pulls a Donald Trump. Yeah. And this guy's like, "Fuck this." Yeah. I'm gonna go get my money one way or the other. Yeah. Yeah. This is like oh, the shit. guy who snitched on AB for having a fake. Yeah. Uh, vaccine vaccine card. card. Okay. Yeah, you gotta when you're up on top, you gotta be careful because when you step on toes, those motherfuckers will take revenge on you. So does the, does that show not? It makes Tommy Lee look like a douchebag. Yeah. How much of that do you think is true? Because I always kind of had a good feeling about Tommy Lee, and I always I thought know. he was cool. Because I know people. <laughs> what are you laughing about? You don't. You don't. You don't agree, Shuddy? I don't know what in uh, what the general uh, thinking of Tommy Lee makes you think that he's just. Really, just a really good guy. He seemed all right in the dirt, the uh, MGK uh, uh, version of him. I I know people that have worked with Tommy Lee. Yeah. And spent a lot of time around him and said he was cool. Okay. And said he was a decent guy. But, I mean, so the stuff that, like, he, he, like, keeps saying, like, changing shit. Like, oh, I want my, he builds this huge custom bed frame, like, in this edition they're doing on their mega mansion. And he's like just about done. And he's like, you know what? I want want it over there. And he's like, do you realize how much it's going to cost to move that over there? And he's, he gets like in his face like, do I look like fucking money matters to me? Fucking move it. But he's also one of those people that doesn't realize that if you're a carpenter, you have to go and buy the supplies. You have to buy all the wood and shit that you're making things with. So Seth Rogen is getting stiffed on the payments. He's like, hey, you know, you still haven't paid us. And he's like, you think I'm not going to fucking pay you? You trying to embarrass me? And, and does shit like that. 
And then when Seth, Seth, I forget what happens, but he like, he gets pissed off at Seth Rogen and fires him. And he's like, but you haven't paid me. He's like, yeah, and I'm not gonna because you, you do shit work. So get the fuck out of here. Man. So Seth Rogen's character, if it's, if this is to be believed in real life, took like a huge fucking loss and he was just, you know, an average Joe just managing to skate by. And Tommy Lee just royally fucked him over. So he's kind of the good guy despite, you know, pretty much doing a pretty shitty thing. Yeah. Interesting. That is kind of interesting. Okay. So I don't, I don't know. That's kind of what turned me off about the winning, winning time. The fucking 20 minutes I've watched of it at least, which is again, that HBO show by Adam McKay about the Showtime Lakers and Jerry Buss and Magic Johnson and all that. And it's just like the way they portrayed Jerry West was just so fucking disrespectful. And it just, it, there's no, there's no way it's true. There's a bunch of people that have already like been like, like have already weighed in. I'm like, yeah, that is not Jerry West. And apparently he makes Pat Riley look like a huge bitch through Adrian Brody as well. Um, and it's like that kind of thing that would like kind of throw me off. And like, it sounds like this isn't that off. Like it's a very dramatized, but almost inauthentic version of what Tommy Lee is. But then again, all I know is like, just like Howard Stern appearances, like interviews I've seen him in. It's like, this guy seems cool. Seems cool. Yeah. But he he was like, I think I've told this story before. I, I produced a show one time where I had to go to the, to this guy's house who was a rock star and dating or married to a porn star. And when I left, I gathered up all the paperwork and stuff and bounced and took the equipment and then got a call like, hey, do you have this random piece of paper? It was the most inconsequential thing in the world. It was almost like a receipt for a donut. It was that stupid. I forget exactly what it was, but it got mixed up in all the documents that I brought back with me. And I'm like... Yeah, yeah, I do have it. They're like, oh, you got to drive back to that guy's house and give it back to him. He wants it back. And I was like, fuck, really? So I still had his number, and I texted him. I'm like, hey, when should I bring this over? And he's like, come over now, dude. So I, <laughs> I go to his house. I ring the doorbell, and I just hear moaning. Have you ever I told heard, me I this? I love this story. Have you told this story on MSPH? I feel like this is the first time I'm hearing this. I think I have. Early days. Early days. And I you think. never told, like, said the name of the musician? I the might have said star? who it was. And you're not going to now, right? But I don't you know. Should tell I? Me after. Should I? Mean, I? Dude, I absolutely can I say should. it? What? Maynard. I mean, he was it's married Maynard. to a porn star. It's Maynard, right? <laughs> no, it was Evan, Evan from Biohazard, who was in Oz, and he was married to... Tara Which Patrick. porn star was he with? Tara Patrick. <gasps> Tara Patrick is hot. But this was after their divorce, and he was with a different porn star. So was he t- she hot? Yeah. Okay. So he Hotter tells me to Tara come. Tara Patrick. Sorry, I don't know. Sorry, Googler, fucking Googler. I don't. Okay. I so I go back to his house when he tells me to. I ring the doorbell and I hear like moaning and like ah 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 ah, and I'm like ah, Jesus Christ. So I ring the doorbell again and I hear like hold on a sec, and then. I wait, I'm waiting outside his door. Rem- Again, this, this is when he told me to come over. He finally comes downstairs, open up the door, open up the door. He's shirtless. His sweatpants are like hanging super low where I can almost see the root of his dong. And he's like eating an apple. And he puts his hand out and he's like, what's up, bro? So I put my hand this out guy. to shake his hand. And he goes, he goes, oh, trust me. You don't want to shake my hand right now. And I was just like, ah. 
Uh, why'd you put your hand out? Why'd you go for a handshake and then tell me not to shake your hand? And I was just getting, vi- like, when I was watching Pam and Tommy, those were, like, I was getting, like, flashbacks to that. I was like, ah, oh, I, re- I remember what it's like dealing with with people like this. So is that him, Evan Seinfeld? Yeah. Yeah. No shit. I got to find out who uh, who he was married to at the time or who that porn star was. I'm very interested. Tara Patrick kind of threw me off because... Man, I thought she was like fucking the hottest chick ever when she first like went on Howard Stern. I was like, oh my god! All right, well, Lupe Fuentes. Yep. So, little Lupe. One last thing. I don't know how much this matters to you guys or the Puminati even, but the Foo Fighters drummer died, and that kind of sucks. That was very surprising. Very surprising. Sounds Foo- like he had. 10 different substances in his body when he died. So it sounds like it could potentially be an OD or drug. Oh, is that, is that what happened with him? That's what I've been seeing. Yeah. And then I saw some other thing, like the resort he was staying at or something. The nine one one call went out about somebody complaining about chest pains. And then when they got there, he was dead. Fuck dude. Yeah. I like, I mean, I saw the Foo Fighters at Lollapalooza. I think it was 2011. Put on a fucking hell of a show. I mean, there, I never got to see them live. Are you a fan? I like Foo Fighters. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm a death metal guy, so as far as yeah. rock and roll goes, yeah, they're they're a great rock and roll band. I was just never as much of a fan where I had to go see them live. And like, you know, when I grew up, Nirvana was my shit. You know, I was mm-hmm. I was a, a goofy little pasty face white kid listening to, you know, Snoop, Dre, and Onyx and stuff. And then I heard Nirvana and I was like, whoa. And then just became a grunge fan. So Nirvana was kind of what like sort of nudged me off of hip hop and turned me into an eventual metalhead. And you know, Dave Grohl fucking, you know, had to lose Kurt Cobain early in his career and now he's losing, you know, his bandmate of 25 years. Yeah. Which is says fucking he had crazy. CAC, tricyclic antidepressants, benzodiazepines and opioids in his system. E- yeah. I mean, I don't know and why the they Marin- have to include THC. Yeah, but. that like doesn't matter at all. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. But yeah, that is a bummer. Well, it was in Colombia when it happened. Yeah, he died in Colombia. Mm-hmm. Fuck, man. What a bummer. I, I do fuck with the Foo Fighters. I think Dave Grohl is like the last like move, uh, uh, rock star. Really, I mean, they don't even yeah. really do rock anymore. <laughs> Pretty much, you just get those man bun core pussies. Imagine dragons. They somehow qualify as rock. Yeah. Fucking rock and rape and roll's dead. R.I.P. Taylor Hawkins, though. Man, yeah. That sucks. Well, I did want to try and make a dent in voicemails this week, but too busy. Too busy of an episode. Just too much Why shit Why don't on. we just do a voicemails-only episode one week? That's an idea. I mean, we'll see what happens in entertainment next week. Yeah. I mean, please <laughs> do not call the voicemail line for a minute. Let us let us get our heads above water, because I I, t- I took a look in the in the in the app and it's fucking stacked. We yeah. we we are we are so behind. So give us a little bit of wiggle room on that. Yeah, or just don't voicemail anything consequential that you don't need any uh, quick turnaround time on because yeah. you're not going to get it. Yeah, nothing time sensitive. And yeah. keep them short. Brevity is fucking is key. I wonder how many like Will Smith, Chris Rock oh, voicemails we get. Can't wait to discuss this again in a couple weeks. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you everybody for listening. Had a just mountain of stuff to get through today, and 
I got to take my fucking medicine, figure out an Oscars punishment for me. See, and you guys, you guys didn't even want to do it this year. And look, look who took the big L. It makes no sense. You got to not be so bad at this next time. I know. Well, you just turn next time, in the moment. Next time, I'm I'm voting with my heart. I'm my brain betrays me every every step of the way. Wow, I think that's like probably the worst way you could have went about that. I thought you were going to say something like access the betting odds, but okay, yeah, no, go with your heart. That'll I don't want to cheat. That'll I don't want to cheat. <laughs> cheat. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Do you not want? You're going to end up sucking someone's dick through their ass. I mean, what's worse? <laughs> Should just cheat. Yeah, I don't know. Keeping it fair. Right, we, de- we determined that that wasn't cheating last week. Whatever. Hey, thanks thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, if you need more MSPH in your life, please check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash madscientistpartyhour. Uh, you will not be disappointed. You farting, Jeff? Yeah. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> son of a bitch! Um, I squeaked out like five little ones. Like five bunts. Man, I'm not pumped about that making its way over here. Um, I don't know. What else? Yeah, Patreon. Sign up. Enjoy. Uh, if you want to follow us on Instagram, oh, yeah. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. Uh, at Jeffro Records. <laughs> I, I never post. What do you want from me? And at MS. Oh, God. It just fucking hit you Got me. there? Nice. Oh. I, didn't, I don't smell anything. My nose is a little stuffy, but I'm happy you smell it. Fuck you. Um, at MSPH Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram. And uh, if you want to shoot your emails, madscientistpartyhour at gmail.com. And if you want to see the shows on YouTube, youtube.com slash madscientistpartyhour. You're being a pussy. Last time I was here, you pretty much shit on your own floor in front of me. <laughs> yeah, but it didn't stink. <laughs> well, not, yeah, that's because uh, you, you wanted it to stink. Let's be honest. <laughs> Fucking... The neighbors heard it. Yeah. All right, well, there you go, friends. Until next time, something. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Where the fuck? Charts. Let's see. Meow 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 meow. Point 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 point. What? Mango chainsaw? Yeah, Liquid Death has um, flavored sparkling water now. Bing boing. Point point. Point point. What up, Shud? Not much, yo. is Jeff? Is he playing with himself? <laughs> Shuddy, you remember last week's Easter egg? Uh, or, where yeah. you were very tense and you, were, you pretty much warned us to just take it easy on you? 
That's where I'm at this week. Okay, fair. I I actually even didn't. And you you don't understand how much I'm dealing with right now. Yep. And I'm going to be honest. I had it on speaker view. So I was asking because you weren't even on the Zoom. But so it was completely my fault. (sighs) I that was all my problem. That was not a Jeff problem. That was a me. I appreciate it. We're going to move on. We're going to move on. I don't think this weekend really could have went any worse for me. I don't think so. Jesus. I took I took Friday, and this honestly isn't even like the highlight of, of the weekend. Not even fucking nearly. Obviously, there was so much more to talk about, but I'll just get this out in the Easter egg. I took the biggest sports gambling shit of my life on Friday. Like, I lost a few more thousand dollars than I've ever lost before. Like, Jesus Christ. What yeah, are you doing? It was bad news. It was bad news. Publicly tarnished my goddamn image. I was 24 games above 500 in the NBA this year. And I, I went 0 for 5 on Friday. And I put all my money, or I, I bet all my fucking picks, all that I give out. So I took, I took an 0 for 5 Friday. Never... Never have I been that and bad. You bet, uh, you bet all on your advice that other people across probably the country yeah. had listened to. Yeah, a lot of people took a shit. So sorry, guys. But yeah, that. And then we'll talk about mm. MSPH Saturday. I, absolutely fucking amazing event. Despite oh my, my failure. We have a lot to discuss about I, that. I was saying, are we recording right now? Are we recording the Easter egg? I was saying to, to Kevin, and I don't mean I don't, I'm not saying this lightly. This is a top five most important MSPH podcast ever recorded. Like I, I, I thought about it, I was driving up here. You got episode 100, right? Probably the probably the biggest. Second biggest will go 420 with Doug Benson, right? I mean, no arguing there. Third, I, I think I go with Rude Jude's Dungeons and Dragons episode, right? Maybe. I don't know, maybe I'm just too focused on myself when I say this, but Rude Jude, when me and him did GHB, was massive, at least for me. And then what else is on the list? I mean... I mean, 500 happened right during the pandemic. Right. So that there was nothing... We're in a bubble, like the fucking NBA. Yeah, there, you know, there was no... I mean, episode 500 should be on that list. Right. But we never had the opportunity to do 500. I mean, the the post Oscar MSPHs are always massive, right? We always there are always some stakes involved with Oscar bets. I mean, I, mo- this more so might this be year. The uh, your most I, successful I year. The first thing I did this morning when I got oh, up wait a second. was I googled. Yeah. Did you did you jump the gun and, and check your picks with the results? I well see I don't remember what I picked. I didn't write them down. So I know the results and I'm confident for once. It was the first thing I did. I lose the Oscar bet every year. I opened my eyes this morning, saw what time it was, and then I Oh it's Christmas morning and and Googled Oscars twenty twenty two. So So I'm going into this fairly confident. Possibly so, unwarranted, but I'm just Happy, I'm not gonna have to uh, deflect the possibility of the shit and piss bong uh, because I'm not gonna be in last place. That's always <laughs> your own <laughs> ugly head. Like this is, 
Uh, and then, I mean, and then we have the whole drama of the actual Oscars to discuss. And again, and I don't say this lately, the the greatest MSPH wrestling event ever. And there might be some gaps that I need you guys to fill in from Saturday night. I probably can't help you. <laughs> we might need Dom for that. Actually, Dom definitely can't help you. Because <laughs> <laughs> I went wild. Yeah. <laughs> like, I went, that was... Are you... Still in a relationship? I know that got kind of <laughs> rocky towards the end of uh, MSPH wrestling. You, you're still in your place, so that's good. Yep, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so you have post-Oscar MSPH, post-MSPH wrestling. Like, I could not... I was. I got up for work at my normal time yesterday, uh, but I didn't start getting shit done until, like, 2 p.m., like that's when <laughs> that's when I finally start finally started like everything was back to working normally. Dude, I I just it almost doesn't matter how fucked up I get. I can't sleep more than 4 hours when I'm drunk. It sucks. Uh I jeez. I can't wait to get into it because I mean Yeah, I was saying, Kevin, this has to be a top five episode. Number one being 100. Number two being 420 with Doug Benson. Three, also Dungeons and Dragons with 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 Rude Jude. And then after that, I mean, I mean, you know, Rob Corddry, T.J. Miller, Greg Fitzsimmons all killed it. But this is just like, fuck, well, man. I could, I mean, I we could do an eight hour podcast talking about this Will Smith Chris Rock thing. There are so many things to I mean, unpack about that. You're certainly setting us up to fail. <sighs> I don't but know how we can fail. absolutely have to okay. read the review that Bonesy sent in. Okay. Oh, man. The, and emails? Holy Jesus. shit. Okay. No, well, that I, I, am, I want to hear his review of this erotic... Recording in progress. ...romance novel. I gotta meet up with my family for my brother's birthday dinner afterwards. I'm just gonna cancel. Happy okay. birthday, Cheech. <laughs> yeah, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Cheech. Got no uh, little mama here for the first time. I know. Hopefully you it's get weird, an empty chair. You can eat today. Where is, uh, how, uh, how, how old is Cheech? 28. Fuck him. Wow, he's that young? Damn it. That old, in my perspective, he's two decades away from Shuddy. Dude, it's fucking beautiful out here. You, it's like a monsoon in Long Beach. It's crazy. Oh, it was a monsoon here before. Okay, so it's coming down. So, all right, yeah, cool. and it's coming back. Oh, is it? Yeah. Fuck. Little mama yeah. won't go outside and take a shit. She just doesn't deal with the, <laughs> the elements. She's spoiled. Oh, hold on. Let me. It seems like the volume's a little low. Oh, 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 ah! <laughs> well, shit. I, I mean, can't believe what we fucking saw last night. Should we get into it then? Absolutely. I mean, Absolutely. Game face, guys, from Los Angeles, California, for the Mad Scientist Party Hour. 